to 10-0, the podcast by Train Like a Gymnast. I'm your host, Danielle Gray. 10-0 brings together gymnasts, former gymnasts, coaches, judges, and gymnastics enthusiasts to delve into deep conversations about behavior, mental state, physical training, personal growth, success, and more, all learned through the sport of gymnastics. Here's what you can expect on today's episode. Today we hear from Morgan Rose Maroney about finding balance with health and fitness, as well as being aware of the impact social media can have on your mood and how you interact with others. Social media is one of those things that it exemplifies everything. So if you're on a good feeling, it will make you feel even better going on, giving some love to people through comments, like um, having people comment nice things back to you. But then also if you're in a really negative feeling, you jump on social media, it can easily drop you even further. So it's sort of one of those things that, I would only do or I only go on social media when I'm feeling good or if I'm feeling like average and I just sort of want to get a bit of motivation from my friends posting their stuff or something like that. But when I'm in the down mood, I don't jump on it. I want to like, I don't know, just bring, again, bring myself back down to earth. Right. Be happy with what I'm doing, my surroundings, everything like that, the people that I'm surrounded with. And then, and then when I'm feeling better, I'll jump back on. But first a word from our sponsor. So I am Morgan Rose Moroni. I'm from Australia. I live in Australia in beautiful Brisbane and I am an ex-gymnast who now focuses on hand balancing and I travel the world doing retreats and workshops for hand balancing pretty much. That's so amazing and you're so much fun. That's absolutely incredible that this kind of concept or this <laughs> job exists. Thank you. Um, so great that you get to do that. So yeah. What's your, what's your background? So were you always a gymnast? Like what sports did you play growing up and how did that affect who you are? Yeah. So I did gymnastics for about 10 years, um, artistic gymnastics. And then I went into acrobatic gymnastics for a couple of years after that. Um, and then during high school, I did running, swimming, um, netball, AFL, which is like the Australian version of NFL, I guess. It's like our National Football League. Um, That's pretty much it in regards to sports, but I had to stop because I needed to focus on school. So my parents took me out of all my gymnastics and acrobatic gymnastics to focus on school. And that's when I went and did all the other sports, which was really good. But I've always been super active and I've loved the challenge of new sports that I haven't mastered or I haven't become um, good at. So it makes me, it really makes me push myself to be better. Yeah, I saw you post recently. you playing football or soccer. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah. And uh, what was that for? Was that just for fun or are you actually working at it? So I'm training it at the moment two times a week and playing games on Saturdays every now and then. It just depends when I travel. So when I'm away traveling, I obviously can't do it. So I'm not 100% committed to it at the moment, but I'd love to get to a point where maybe when all my travels and stuff are over that I come back and play professionally. Wow. That'd be really cool. Look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, on another episode, we were talking with um, Jessica Bogdanov. She, um, Russian Red, if you've, if you've yeah. heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was talking about how, you know, like, I can do this, but, oh, I've already done that. And so sometimes she likes to push her comfort zone and her boundaries yeah. by trying different things. And I feel like a lot of either athletes or maybe gymnasts in particular, like, we get bored easily or something's not challenging enough, it's like, okay, well, I already did that. Instead of working at it, practicing it over and over, we want, it, we want the next best thing, we want something new and different to stay safe. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. so how um, did you get to, you know, the balance that you're at today, like 
with your fitness, with your nutrition, kind of having this, uh, this equilibrium where you're not yeah. on one thing and you have a healthy relationship with everything that you're doing. Yeah. So to be honest, growing up, I didn't really have like, not that I had an unhealthy relationship with everything, but my, my training was so strict that we had to log our food each day at the age of like eight. So mm. it was ridiculous. Like our training was silly. I had four Russian coaches who were very out there. Um, and each session we'd rock up to, we'd have to weigh ourselves. So coming from that into like normal day routine, I don't, I didn't struggle, but I just sort of had to get past the point of caring in regards to being super strict on myself because every day like how I live today is that I'll wake up if I feel like eating a certain food I'll eat that food or if I feel like doing a certain type of training I'll do that type of training but because I'm so open to so many things in regards to what I eat what I train what I do day in day out I just go with how I'm feeling like if I am having a really like sloppy lazy day I'm not going to go do a 20k run like that's silly So I just base it off that. If I have, if I'm having one of those days, I'll go and stretch and then I might do a bit of core workout or I might take my dog for a walk, just do something a little bit more relaxing that will get my body moving. Foods, if I feel like I eat relatively well, but if I want to have that burger from across the street, I will. Like I don't restrict myself of anything. I feel like letting go of the whole stigma in regards to you have to eat healthy, you have to eat this or you have to do um, this much uh, exercise each day that's the hardest part is just mentally trying to wrap your head around it and once you've done that you can pretty much sleep right so if someone is trying to lose 20 plus pounds you know for them maybe there's something mentally like blocking them from being able to feel that way because you know they're yeah. a certain point and obviously like their habits or something has to change so restriction in some areas is necessary so for those people that are 100 percent yeah that like how how can they not have you know good foods bad foods or um i need to work out this many times like how can they find that balance but also justify and not enable themselves uh so that they're able to lose naturally and feel that that balance yeah, well, like if you're if you're someone that's wanting to lose weight or something, all you need is calorie deficient. So if you're in a calorie deficient, then you're fine. So it's more just in regards, I, like something that I would tell someone to do is find something that they love doing. Because when you're doing something that you love, it doesn't even feel like you're doing it. Like you're not forced to do it at all. Yeah. And then food-wise, the same thing with food. Like find foods that you like that are good for you. I'm not going to just go eat really um really healthy food that i hate the taste of just for its nutritional value i'll find something that's similar to that that i do like the taste of um that i'll actually enjoy eating and not just force myself to do so so it's more just like finding ways around your like comfort zone i guess so whatever you like whatever you do trying to find a way around that in regards to still sticking onto your goals and still tracking out what you're doing in regards to movement and eating and whatnot but doing it in a way that is actually enjoyable and it's not putting stress on your body or making you be really strict with your diet and your movement. Right. Yeah. It's, if you enjoy it, you're going to do more of it. If you don't like it, you're going to avoid it. That's just exactly it's that's not it. simple, but it's not that simple. So yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to, to bring out there because if you find that one thing that clicks with you, 
it's the same way as finding a passion or like a job and being able to to leave something exactly. so yeah you know why why is it so important for others to to train with with purpose and you know not feel like they're punishing themselves for this yes we're talking about find something that you love and blah 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 but why is that so important well, I guess it just comes down to like how much joy you get out of it. So for example, I know, I know you and I both do similar training right. and we love doing it because it's addictive and we love the results and we love the highs that we get out of it. We even enjoy the lows that we get out of it, but either way, whether we're failing or succeeding, we still love it and we're still determined to push through it. And it's, it's a great mental state to be in. If you're always working on something, you're always trying to better yourself through something then that's a positive way of doing life, I guess. But if you're really hating it, then clearly you're not going to want to do it. Clearly, again, physical exercise, doing all that sort of stuff puts you in a great mindset. Your body's loving it. You, everything's just on point. So if you're not in that state, it can just like your, your mental health and your physical health can just decrease so quickly. But again, the whole idea that you find something that you love, dedicate yourself to it push yourself to your limits and you'll get the reward you'll get that really high feeling each time you do it yeah totally and you mentioned enjoying and loving the lows as well so when you mm. are in those you know those kind of low points where you're not motivated or like the days you say i'll just walk my dog like how are you able to bring yourself out of that and not stay there because some people will see that as failure but other people will see what they've accomplished so far as a success. Like, what are you telling yourself when maybe you're talking down on yourself, um, feeling lazy, uh, and, and you get into this kind of downward spiral? Yeah, I think, like, again, what we said, mental state. But when I am feeling like that, I am very easy on myself in regards to I know that the next day I might wake up and feel the best I've ever felt and smash out the best training session and get a new skill that I've wanted for months and months but it's honestly just accepting mentally that you are going to have those down days and it might just be because you didn't get enough sleep it might be because you haven't had enough water like there's certain things that you do each day that you don't really focus on that can affect your next day or how you feel the next day so Usually if I am having a bad day, I accept it for what it is. I try and get out of that. So I will go for a walk. I'll appreciate my surroundings, my, my beautiful home, the waterfront that I live on. Um, more so just bring myself back down to earth and go, you know what? This isn't even that bad. I'm, I'm going to have a better day tomorrow. It's going to be fine. Um, and if not, usually by lunchtime or the afternoon, I'm already in a better mood and spending time with good people and, just honestly, just like changing my surroundings and mm -hmm. making sure that I get out of that sort of lumpy feeling. Yeah, totally. And social media and nowadays, because I know you're very active on social media and that's partially how you've gotten a bunch of these, these jobs and made your career. So yeah. when people see that, you know, the highlight reel, they yeah. can easily compare themselves like, well, she, she does this every day. She's able to post something every day. And a lot of people don't understand, like sometimes Honestly, uh, influencers or people who have big followings on Instagram will do one day like where they feel awesome and they'll just bring like five different outfits so they can get yeah. content in one yeah. day. And it's, and, yeah. and they post 
those that backlogged um those drafts on the days where they feel like crap you know yeah yeah so yeah no I've, I've definitely done that before in the past i i might get multiple photos doing one thing and then i'll spread them out over a couple of months of uploading but um to be honest like i i'm someone it definitely is a highlight reel and i don't purposely do that but if i'm feeling down the last thing I want to do is jump on social media. Okay. I feel like there needs to be that separation between real life and social media. And if you're in the slumps and you need to get out of this um, mental, like downward feeling, a negative feeling, then the best way to do that is, like I said, go for a walk, enjoy your surroundings, spend time with real people because social media is just going to, social media is one of those things that it, exemplifies everything so if you're in a good feeling it will make you feel even better going on giving some love to people through comments like yeah. um having people comment nice things back to you but then also if you're in a really negative feeling you jump on social media it can easily drop you even further so it's sort of one of those things that i would only do or i only go on social media when i'm feeling good or if i'm feeling like average and i just sort of want to get a bit of motivation from my friends posting their stuff or something like that but when i'm in the down mood i don't jump on it i want to like i don't know just bring again bring myself back down to earth right be happy with what i'm doing my surroundings everything like that the people that i'm surrounded with and then and then when i'm feeling better i'll jump back on <laughs> yeah i think that's a very good message and a lot of people do yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know when when you hear people say these things like maybe they are in that negative slump and they hop on and their mind starts going into like, Oh, I can't do that. I just recently, yes. did this and I've been, I've been battling with this. Um, and I'm probably going to do like a, an Instagram live with, uh, Skylar Stegner, you know, Skylar with an A. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, we were talking about Little this. With it. <laughs> <laughs> like when you hear people say, Oh, I can't pull because I don't have, um, upper body strength. I can't do gymnastics. Yes because I'm too old or I don't know, I'm so clumsy and I'm not coordinated. Like you get better. We get that all the time. Hey. <laughs> so like, yeah. what's your response? Yeah, you need can't. Honestly, I will usually, in, if it's in person, if, if I have someone like that come to me in person, like a client or something, I will teach them something straight off the bat that I know they're going to get yes. and then it'll boost their confidence mm -hmm. because then they know, wow, my body's actually capable of this mm -hmm. and then I'll push myself to do it. But on the other side, if I'm not in person face to face with someone, I'll just let them know like, it's just, oh, it's starting from something. Whether you're six years old or whether you're 50 years old, like I saw a 92 year old doing a gymnastics kip up on the bar the other day that is ridiculous that is 90 90 years old like if a 90 year old can do it then you can if you put the time and effort into it you'll easily smash it out it's just another one of those things like anything talent comes from training and practice talent you're not just born with talent you work hard for talent so if you are wanting to do that, if you're wanting to get more mobile, if you're wanting to get more strong, start slowly and start from the bottom, take the time and the progressions that you need to, and then the results will come really well and they'll stick around for the rest of your life pretty much, especially with gymnastics training. Absolutely. Yeah. And, mm. and just, it's, it's not a fast 
result. Like you're saying, like it, it, you, can do, you can do things like, like you said, explaining, okay, I'm going to teach you this right now and show you that you can do it. But if you want the lasting results, if you want to get better and better, like that takes time. So, you know, when I'm trying to explain to people what Train Like a Gymnast is or just calisthenics in general or pole or acro, it's like, I had no idea what I was doing either. My po first pole class was like, I, have, I could never do what she's doing. Plus this hurts like crazy and my skin's going to rip off. <laughs> and then acro was like, I can balance on the ground, but I don't trust people. And, yeah. you know, like I want to be in the Olympics, but I'm, I have a fear of this and this and this. So, yeah. you know, like you can always start from somewhere. You can always make up all these excuses for why it, it won't work. Um, but when you put the trust in yourself, magical things happen. And, you know, anybody who's listening, like you you can do so many amazing things that you just can't even imagine. Like you, just because you haven't done them yet doesn't mean that you can't. And yeah. I'm trying to, to explain to people that like, even if you see all these things on, uh, in, in ads, like lose this amount of weight in this amount of time or rapid this loss or learn this in X amount of days, that's a way to get your attention. Sure, you can see results in those amount Marketing. of you put in the work, but mm. once you're in it, then you realize like that's a way to get you in to be able to learn these things that last you a lifetime. Um, and sure. majority of it is is the mental is the is the it mind. is it is. Well, that's the thing. Everything that you were just stating in regards to your goals and what's stopping you from getting there, they were all mental. All of your reasons were mental. Yep. It's got nothing to do with your physical capabilities because everyone has that. Like our human body is literally capable of so many things, but we just don't know because we set boundaries and we stop stuff from happening pretty much. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And then once somebody does the quote unquote impossible, then we're like, oh, well, they can do it. So then it must be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's possible. It's not impossible anymore. Exactly. So yeah. believe in yourself and trust yourself, everyone. Um, just last two things. Um, you know, what is like a one sentence kind of summary of if somebody wants to feel like themselves again, get fit or feel like an athlete again, what's like the first step they should take? Oh, <laughs> I would just say start small. Just start small because I feel like when people want to change their ways, their lifestyle, their habit, they go from zero to like 90 mm -hmm. and then they crash and then they're like, no, I'm done. This isn't the life for me. Right. But if you start it, if you're starting at zero, you got to maybe 10 and you push yourself that first week, then that entices you to push yourself the next week and the next week. And then it becomes a good habit. But Again, like every, everyone wants results quick. Everyone wants to be happy quick. Everyone wants everything quick and easy. And it just does not work like that. So start small, slowly, slowly incorporate it into your daily life, your work routine, all that sort of stuff. And then you will start getting like the addiction to it. You will start feeling what it's like to really be in such a positive mental and physical state that it won't even be something that you have to think about anymore. You will just naturally do it. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. And then we ask this to everyone who, who comes on and is a guest is personally, mm -hmm. what 
does it mean to you to train like a gymnast? Movement. I think gymnastics has become so big um, in regards to like daily exercise and stuff because it is movement of your whole body. It is taking in so many parts of physical work, stretching, mobility, strength, um, cardio and fitness and just general like it's a little bit of everything almost. So I feel like instead of being great at one thing, instead of being an awesome, strong Olympic weightlifter and not being able to run a hundred meters, you're taking in everything. You're getting the best of everything and your body is literally at its peak fitness level because it's, it's getting everything that it needs. It's got everything like that. So I feel like training like a gymnast is all about movement. Just making sure you do all of the movements all at once and then your body's just loving it. Yes. All right. Yeah. That was wonderful. <laughs> so how can people get a hold of you, follow you, you know, if they have questions, where can they find you? Cool. Um, I've got Instagram, obviously, on social media. So that's Morgan Rose Maroney and email as well as info at morganrosemaroney.com. And I've got a website, but again, that's www.morganrosemaroney.com. <laughs> wonderful. Super consistent. <laughs> yes exactly (laughs) thank you so much Morgan for for hopping on Uh, I really appreciate it and I think uh, my followers and your followers and our listeners are going to really appreciate this conversation and see both sides of yeah for sure online so I appreciate it I love it thank you for having me thank you so much for listening I know there are hundreds thousands of podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed this episode, there's more coming to you, so be sure to hit subscribe to not miss our next episode. If you're interested in training like a gymnast, go ahead to trainlikeagymnast.com and see if you qualify. Until next time, show the world what you've got. Be outstanding.